Thank you for choosing to listen to the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. In a really amazing selection of other podcasts indicative of the recruitment market and the business market, for whatever reason you're listening now, we just want to say thank you for choosing us. We couldn't do this without our sponsor and our partners. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on in the show, but thank you to Pager, our sponsors, and our partners, Inclusion Crowd and Needy. And without further ado, let's jump in to get to know this week's guest. Well, today, my, to my global community of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, I'm going to be introducing you to somebody that I've known for a very long time in a professional capacity and somebody I hold very dear. This is Steve Thompson, who is the founder of Forward Role, a recruitment company in Man- Manchester, and also Greenify, which is something he will come on to discuss in this episode today. He came from a marketing background. He was actually a marketing professional. And like so many of you, he potentially followed his passion into the recruitment industry back quite by chance and has become an industry leader within the marketing space. But has obviously digressed from that as well into talent in tech and also digital e-commerce. And I'm interested to know from Steve in this episode today what the eco and evolution system of the recruitment lifecycle has been in his experience from the days where you were just a salesperson to where we are now in 2023 and what he thinks the future of recruitment professionals will look like. What will we look like? What will our role be? We also talk about Greenify, the sustainability brand and what leaders can do to ensure that they are maximizing their potential to still make a profit, but actually manage their environmental impact. And it's real insight to any leaders listening. Uh, And then finally, we talk around how to successfully spot talent for future growth for our clients and for ourselves in the recruitment industry. So you are in for a treat. Steve is definitely one of my favorite people and I hope he is yours too after this. So let's jump into the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And I must apologize in advance if there's some serious familiarity going on because I've actually known our next guest forever. Uh, In fact, we were talking about it on LinkedIn most recently when they celebrated their 16 year anniversary. This is Steve Thompson, who is the founder of Forward Roll and Greenify and somebody who I consider to be part of my inner circle because we've known each other for so long. Welcome to you today, Steve. How are you? Thanks, Leisha. Shall I share that you turned up in a ex-police Volvo and I just thought, this lady has got (laughs) flaws. I like her. (laughs) I I can't believe you actually remembered that because I'd forgotten about that. But at the time, my now ex-husband had this thing that you, because you got a very good car for a very cheap price because it obviously had very high miles. It was an ex-police inspector's car, which is kind of ironic, vicariously, because I'm now obviously going out with a sergeant. So, uh, yes, it was very well remembered. We went to, I think I picked you up. You were working in the People Pod and we went to Frankie and Benny's, I believe. Was it? Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Classy. Very classy. That's why I've invited him on. So there might be some people who do not yet know what you do. So give us an overview as to who you are and what your business is doing. So I founded Ford Roll. Um, It was our 15th birthday, I think, um, on Tuesday. Um, it was lovely to put a post out and say thank you to everyone and get loads of really lovely messages. Um, and um, in lockdown, I also started a uh, sustainability business, eco-tech business called Greenify. And we have a product which um, which we're selling into recruitment businesses at the moment, which is um, super cool. I'll tell you about later. Yeah, I was going to say, we are going to come on to that. That's wonderful. And, you know, you have definitely been formidable in your journey but I wanted to put some context because I think this is really relevant to our listeners so just to explain to you 
uh, we have a global audience, which is wonderful. And the feedback we get is that we do have a lot of familiar, you know, leaders like yourself, our peer group, but also a lot of newbies starting out. So a lot of new recruiters who've come in sort of post-COVID, who are part of the generation where it's all around marketing. But actually, you started life as a marketeer. And I think that the life of a recruiter has evolved. So how, where do you see us in the ecosystem as a recruiter now in terms of skills, marketing capability? And where do you think we're on the trajectory to? We are so proud at the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to be sponsored by Pager. Pager helps recruiters to build personal brands, to identify new business opportunities, to attract those hard-to-find candidates, and to basically have better conversations. Now, you will have a large network that you want to build credibility with on LinkedIn, and sometimes posting content every day feels impossible. Now, that changes once you have Pager. Pager provides you with the ideas, the content, and the scheduling capability for, to produce daily content to build out your own personal brand in minutes and for business development too. Pager identifies companies that are advertising jobs, have key hiring indicators such as funding rounds, mergers, acquisitions, or senior appointments, and then alerts you to this daily. Pager also enables you to write candidate-centric job adverts without bias in seconds. So once you advertise your job, Pager will then automatically create a branded post and publish it to LinkedIn without you even having to lift a finger. So when you want to actively source candidates, you can create complex Boolean strings in seconds. All you need to do is to provide the job title and location. Now, Pager is making thousands and thousands of recruiters smarter and faster. For more information, click on the link pager.co to book your demo. And remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when inquiring. Now, back to the episode. That's a good question. So, um... I mean, I, yeah, as you rightly said, I started my career at the corporate bank um, and, and Very, who are two big employers in the Northwest. And I always felt like my marketing skills gave me a bit of a head start on other recruiters. Not, not only because I recruited in marketing and I had, an, I guess, an, a knowledge of what good looked like, um, but also because I think it's important um, for a recruiter to be able to present themselves um, to multiple customers. Um, and understand customers and that's what marketing is all about so i think i think in the modern world um with automation and um you know and, and social these days the you know the average recruiter needs to be um to have a bit of marketing in them you know they need to be a good marketeer mm. and i think as you as as the industry progresses with things like ai um and bots etc i think what you'll see is the the lower end of the market, the blue collar stuff, the volume stuff. I think actually those types of businesses will be really marketing driven, really automation driven, and the people within them, the consultants within them, will be probably ninety degree, hundred eighty degree, degree um, delivery types. Mm. But I think there's there's always going to be a place at the top end, the more niche stuff, the more white collar stuff, the more specialist stuff for good 
specialist recruiters, salespeople who can build relationships, can mm. build a community like you've done mm. um, and like we have with some of our mm. um, candidate groups and, um, you know, and, and can really go out there and sell and develop long-term relationships. So I think there's going to be a place for, for everyone going for everyone. forward. I think I think we're at a really interesting time in our evolution, actually. And I think it's really good to sort of hear your experience having come from your industry. And I've always felt that that gives people real credence, especially when they're starting out. You see excellent legal recruiters who came from the legal firm, excellent teachers who become excellent recruiters, actually, generally. But I think it's, you know, where we are now that we are more we are so much more than just telesales, for example. When I started out in the 90s, that's all anyone cared about. Can you sell? But actually now, I think it, you're right. It's about creating communities that where you have value. Otherwise, you will be replaced by, as you say, the sort of AI that effectively can, you know, streamline what, what you can actually do. We're not influencing otherwise. I don't know if you get it, but I just get so many bots trying to connect with me these days. It's, it's almost painful. So I think we're actually going to come to a point where people rail against all this, like, you know, just noise that you get on social, that you get in your email inbox, that you get in your LinkedIn inbox, that you get through social and go, I just want to talk to people. You know, I just totally someone sell to me. Someone ring me up and have a conversation and tell me what solution they can Honestly. solve. Um, and um, yeah, I, I, no, I can't ever see a place where good salespeople in recruitment don't make a lot of money and are really successful. No, I think you're absolutely right. It's interesting that you say that. I'm laughing because I must get at least two a week from um, a rec to rec bot. And they'll say, you know, they're, they're trying to pitch me as a rec to rec bot. I run my own business. And I always reply back with something really sweet. Like, thank you so much for this lovely email. I'm very interested to know more information. Obviously, I never get a reply back. Uh, and I do think you're absolutely right. When, when I think about candidates that I will go hell for leather with, like really go on a crusade on, they're probably ones that have picked up the phone to me. And I mean, pick up the phone, you know, where it's it's those human skills that I think that's where traditional meeting the modern world has to be combined together to you know build relationships and that's really what marketing is isn't it you know you are building a community you're building a need within that community um and it isn't just about bashing out calls it's doing something meaningful for your relationships yeah uh, yeah absolutely um I think it, it's a great marketing marketing is really important in recruitment mm. from a uh, from a door opening perspective, you know, yeah. people want to buy into your yeah. brand. You know, I think brands are a lot more authentic these days, you know, and also there's the personal brand of the the consultants that's really important as well. Mm. Um, and but you know, going back to that post that I did on our birthday this year, I think there's hundreds of replies it was really heartwarming um and pe people congratulated us and i look back and think i've met all of these people mm. um you know I've, I've i've had multiple conversations over probably a period of 20 years with with them mm. and you can't buy that can you you know no. you can't you, you, that's a transactional ai kind of type um process is never going to be able to no. to beat that no. And, um, and I, you know, I see that as my superpower and as other good recruiters' superpower is being able to sit down in front of someone and go, you've got it. Yeah. You know, and you, you it, it's amazing looking back at some of the people that you met as juniors, you know, marketing executives and, mm. and going, you're going to go far. All the and, way. And, you know, and they do, you know. Um, yeah. 
amazing to, to kind of help them on that journey. That's one of the most kind of um, satisfying parts of the job. Oh, I, do, I totally agree. Peer to peer. And that if any recruiter listening who's at the start of their journey, I would absolutely advocate a peer to peer style approach that as you grow in your role, your candidate pool will then grow with you and they then become your future clients. And there's nothing more rewarding than placing a candidate with someone that was your candidate originally. It's just the best feeling ever, isn't it? No, I, I do. I agree with you totally. And I think, you know, we're, we're ever evolving. But ultimately, the recruitment process is humans dealing with humans and changing lives and we can utilize the technology. We can utilize marketing strategy. You, you as a business have absolutely, I think, nailed how company value proposition can be transgressed into, sorry, transcended into each person's personal brand. Because if I think about some of your you know, like top performing consultants, you know, everybody has their own message, their own unique voice, but it's all correlated to what forward roles about. I think you do it really well. Yeah, and and you know what? We don't. That's not kind of designed you know i guess the only design behind that is is just hiring people who are like-minded yeah oh you got the same values and then we let them be themselves on on social you know so there so. is a there is a strategy he isn't he's joking because of course there's a strategy that you hire the right people who add yeah. something to your values and and you know like you say have a similar mindset and you do i think you do do it with a plum now you are for anyone that's not watching and listening um steve is sporting a very beautiful Greenify merch jumper. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Do you know what? I actually really toyed with the idea because we've got we've got merch, key recruitment, and the recruiters group recruitment podcast merch. But actually, I just felt like putting a dress on because I never I I just live in leisure wear these days. So I just thought, no, I'm going to put a nice dress on. Not that you can see it because it's obviously just my top half. But tell us about Greenify. You, you mentioned it in the intro, but just go in a bit more detail as to you know what you think. You, if you're listening to our captive audience, our leaders, what they can do to propel themselves the recruiters recruitment podcast is thrilled to be partnering with inclusion crowd inclusion crowd put the d into diversity but do it disruptively we love that really reflecting what we're about i was introduced to inclusion crowd back in 2020 and i've been absolutely blown away with what they're doing to totally transform the recruitment and hiring sector they believe at Inclusion Crowd that companies should be reflective of society and that no matter who you are listening now, you have a story to tell. You have a contribution to make. An Inclusion Crowd educates you in allowing your voice to come out and share that story, but doing it in a way that educates your colleagues and your customers equally. Inclusion Crowd like the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, has clients all over the world and they specialise in our industry. What we all want to do together is to maintain best practice and to raise industry standards to enable us to attract and retain the best talent, but doing so inclusively and with true diversity. By doing this, by accomplishing a true EDI policy within your business, you will also retain the top talent as well as attract new talent, which is a win-win for everybody listening, making more profitable business and a much better industry, higher regard, highly regarded. Inclusion Crowd are also the official awarding body for the Inclusion and Diversity Certification Mark within recruitment. We are so proud 
to be assisting and partnering Inclusion Crowd. If you want to know more information, please click on the link in this episode and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you do so. Now, back to the episode. So Greenify came about, I mentioned that I used to work for Corp, um, Corp Bank earlier, in the days when, you know, they had a fantastic ethical brand. You know, they were one of the first businesses to talk about um, sustainability and the environment and that we had to look after it. Um, so it was an amazing first place to to work in marketing. And um, during my time there, I met a guy called Neil Owens, who was always someone I thought was the smartest person in the room. Just a really nice guy. We kept in touch. I went to his wedding and stuff like that. And in lockdown, he came to me with an idea, which was for a business um, that helped consumers and helped business owners um, navigate what is a really complex kind of minefield, which is how do you be more sustainable you know how do you help balance some of the footprints that you leave um on the planet and um so greenify was his idea i i jumped on board because i loved it and it's a, it's always been a passion of mine since those co-op days and um selfishly i had um i wanted one of our first products to be uh, for the recruitment industry because i could see that there's a real opportunity in our space i think um most recruitment businesses are, um, you know, the vast majority are at the bottom end in terms of size. And so mm. SMEs, people who probably care about the environment, you know, it's front page news because mm. it's, it's, you know, rightly something that um, everyone um, is affected by and everyone cares about, um, but no one really has much of an idea about how you, how do I go about being more mm. sustainable? Um, how do I be about, go about being carbon neutral or net zero? It's actually really complicated. You know, you start looking into what these things mean. You can spend a lot of money, you know, mm. on carbon consultants or carbon accountants to come in and count light bulbs and how many computers you've got mm. and still not really have done anything about it. So, what we wanted to do is develop a product that enabled recruitment businesses um, to have an instant green credential. So it's £99 a month, and that offsets the average size SME um, business in the UK to um, it offsets their operational footprint. So they're heating, they're lighting, they're commuting and, and stuff like that. But the amazing kind of business development superpower that it gives them is it allows them to greenify hires for clients. So I speak to a lot of FTSE businesses um, and you know, ESG is absolutely right at the top mm. of their objectives. Um, it's boardroom level kind of priority. ESG, sustainability, since COP, they're all talking about how they can implement that into one of their core strategies. Um, and those HR directors and people directors sat there not able to bring much to the table. Mm. Um, I mean, we won, a, we won a, a big contract last year with JD Sports, yeah. um, which was because we were able to give them a great value add, which was a green talent solution, whereby every single person we placed with them, we offset their environmental footprint for the first 12 months with the business. Um, it got some really nice PR in the recruiter, actually. Um, so... The three things that it offsets, if you can imagine your footprint on an annual basis, 
you've got a carbon footprint, you've got a plastic waste footprint, and you've got a deforestation footprint. Mm. Every single action that you that you do, whether it's eating a bowl of lentils or it's sending an email, yeah, creates a little cloud of carbon somewhere. Mm. Um, you know, think about all the plastic waste, all the um, all, 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 all the kind of deforestation Im- mm. um, impacts that you have from global farming industries and stuff like that. We all have them. And so this product are just in the back end, we go out and buy really cool environmental projects, you know, tree planting projects, carbon offset projects, wind farms, hydro plants, um, tree conservation. And we've, we're plugged into two partners who remove um, plastic from the ocean. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So we kind of built these products in the back end that we sell onto recruiters mm-hmm. um, to allow them to offset you know the the hires that they make for their clients mm. and it's got done really well I mean, it's, we've to be fair we've only kind of soft launched it over the last 12 mm. months um we're trying to build a tech platform that, that goes behind it that makes it um easier um to use and, and, and more intuitive and we've got a brilliant FTSE CIO um who's come on board um to to help us do that wow that's so, amazing where the business is going to go but if anyone is listening who wants to chat about a really simple solution to give them a, an instant mm. um, green credential for their business, um, then they're welcome to to get in touch and I can chat to them about it. And I can oh, show without, them. without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. And if you if you are listening to this at any point, you know, obviously we try and make these episodes evergreen. Make sure you mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast so Steve can make a note that's where you came from. We want to educate ourselves. We want to ensure that when we look back on our legacy, it isn't just about the people that we've placed, but actually we're doing something for our, you know, unified human factor which is the planet you know we only have one time on this planet we only have one planet so no, i think that's brilliant and it's quite unique i don't is there anybody else doing it i mean are you are you in quite a unique space do you think it's a world first in the recruitment space that's amazing yeah. that's amazing yeah. good good for you and we and we're you know i'm so proud to be a partner to you and you know know that that's something that you're pioneering because we can do a hell of a lot more than just you know place people can't we so that's wonderful i love it thanks steve and you know the planet will thank you as well i'm sure your children will too so final question for you is that your headline on your linkedin i think it was is talent for growth is that your business that's your business headline it's kind of our business um, brand I like it. Line, if you like yeah, yeah talent for growth so what do you think in your vast experience what are the key tips for successfully spotting that talent for growth because I think that's where I think it's quite a is it a scientific thing do you think talk me through where you think what you think the top tips are for spotting it in the future we are so proud to be partners of needy the gifting revolution here at key recruitment we absolutely love to send out bespoke gifts to our new place candidates to welcome them in their new jobs but also as an extra special thank you to clients or when a team is celebrating something really special. But to be honest, we were really fed up with dull or mediocre gifts that you could just buy on the high street that didn't really reflect who we are at Key Recruitment as a business. This is why we chose Needy. Needy source sustainably from the UK's best independent businesses, offering the most perfect array of bespoke gifts and experiences too. So no more boring bottles of plonk or rubbish boxes of chocolates. 
This is how you make your customers day with a gift that really matters and shows that you really want to do something special for them. For more information on how psychology and AI forming to make the best gift experience for you, click on the link and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when ordering. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, so I think there's a few things there. The first thing that I that, that I always um, advise my clients is you've got to have an always-on approach to, to hiring. You can't just turn it on and off like a tap. If you're, um, you know, even if you're a recruitment business owner listening to this, um, you should always be meeting people. Um, if a rector X sends you a good senior person and you're not ready for them, just meet them. You know, if a rector X sends you a good person in a different slap, you know, vertical, um, and they look interesting and it, you know, it might be something for the future, meet them now, you know, and you, 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 it's an amazing learning opportunity to sit down with people. Um, and, and particularly my clients who are, you know, high growth, you know, tech type businesses. Um, I think it's a really great way for them to be able to get free advice um to be able to think to to, to pull a network of, of of great people who they might want to tap into in the future either mm. as mentors or you know to come and work with them mm. um and i think it's a great way even to just start to develop concepts around what future um organization design might look like or future state might look like for for that particular business in terms of mm. technology stack or whatever you can learn so much by meeting good people so i think that's the you know that's the the, the first tip is i always be switched on to to recruitment even if you don't need it right now um the second part i think is um you've got to have a really compelling story mm. you know um whatever stage you're at in your journey i mean i guess they call it evp these days don't they um but um it's amazing still how many crap briefs you get how many shitty job specs you get that's been pulled off indeed and pasted into yeah. into a document now how can you expect someone to want to come and join you if mm. you can't even be bothered no it's really compelling together but we we do a lot of work with our clients on um developing candidate packs you know that really sell the business visually as well as um uh you know verbally and um and really tease out of them the cool stories about why you'd come and work for that business, why you as an individual would want to work there in the first place, what kind of development opportunities you're going to get, who are the cool leaders in that business that you're going to learn from. I think um, too many people see um, recruitment as like a HR process. Mm. When it should, every time you've got a new role, it should be, right, this is a new marketing project. Like, what are the pieces of the jigsaw that we need to yeah. to? to put together to make this really compelling and find the best possible person mm. and i think the final thing um i would say and and, I, and it's my big piece of advice to clients is around um try not to be too prescriptive mm. now there are certain jobs out there where you absolutely have to have the exact skill set otherwise yeah work but you know most of our you know like your markets most of our markets are candidate poor Mm. And there's not mm. talent. Not, uh, there's not enough people with certain skill sets to yeah. go around. Yeah. So you've got to be prepared to look at other things. And I think mm. if you 
I am more on soft skills um, and, and put focus on things like emotional intelligence, um, growth mindset, um, and drive. Yep. And continual learning, good stuff like that. Mm. Then I think if you hire a good person who's smart and wants to learn, yep. um, and you give them the environment to do it, you, you're just on to a winner. Sure I mean, my my um my seven year old came back from school two weeks ago and started talking about growth mindset. You know, oh um, wow, that's ace. And I, I coach his football team, and a couple of the lags turned up and started talking about it. So I was like, wow, seven year olds talking about growth mindset. It blew my mind because I mean that's a fairly recent, I think, you know, um, like terminology, isn't it? A fairly recent concept and. Um, I almost wish I knew it. That age. I know. God, that's, I'm so, I've got all goosebumps because I'm so pleased to hear that. I wonder if the teachers listening to the High Performance Podcast, because Jake Humphrey is always pushing out to the teachers. So I, I'm absolutely thrilled to hear that's the case, because I think that's more important than possibly learning about physics and stuff like that, is growth yeah. mindset. So yeah. I think there's a few things I just want to pick up on. First of all, um, maybe learning to say yes instead of no is a really great way to grow your business. You know, like you say, being, and actually the worst case is that you're going to benchmark your current people by just taking on board what's going on externally. Um, and I absolutely advocate curiosity, both if you're listening as a leader, be curious about who's coming through on the market, who is available, why are they available? And if you're listening and you're thinking of going out into the market, you know, be curious and l- l- be prepared to learn. No one knows everything. And it, every day is always a school day. If today hasn't taught us anything, you know, you're listening to this podcast because you want to learn something, presumably. So I think that everything you've said there, you know, cultural intelligence is another big one. We recently had a guest on who, you know, he his whole business is around cultural difference and about that, you know, culture ad and what are you going to add? But actually, what are you going to bring to that individual that's looking for the job? It's it, that that storytelling mm. works both ways. And I think we need to be. And that's why if I, this actually lead, leads very nicely back to the first question about marketing, because marketing is around how you tell your story. And if you haven't got that right, no one will come and work for you and no one will hire you. Yeah, it's massive, isn't it? It's massive. And it's um, yeah. probably uh, a big change from when we started our careers, you know, when <laughs> yeah. I don't even know I ended up in recruitment. In fact, you know, I went into an interview through a marketing job with a recruiter and they <laughs> asked me, had they ever fancied it? You know, so it is good to see, you know, that there's there's podcasts like yours um, and, you know, I like Hisham's um, podcast yeah. as well. You know, it, I wish I had that resource as a junior consultant. When, Definitely. Um, you know, where I could could, could learn from, from from people who've been in the industry for longer than Def- I had and, and see Definitely. different perspectives and hear about different industries and sectors. Definitely. I think I'd have been a much better recruiter a lot faster. It, it would have been a different world. I totally agree with you. We wouldn't have had to sit and wait for our training session. And just a big hello to Hisham who came on our podcast. He was absolutely remarkable. And you absolutely need to go and listen to his recruitment mentors podcast. It's brilliant. He has high performers on there. It's dead down to earth. So yeah, massive shout out. Well as always, I knew you'd be wonderful. You know, your energy has always been totally contagious and I'm sure there'll be plenty of people clicking through on Greenify and Forward Roll hopefully after listening to you. So thank you so much for joining us on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Thank you, my pleasure. And thank you, for by, by the way, for all the help that you've given us over the years with um, finding great candidates. Um, we've, we've got some amazing people in our business who, you know, over a period of 
um, you know, 15 years that we almost that we've been in business. I think probably 13 years ago, maybe was it that I met you? It was. Um, you've, you've given us some some absolute crackers, and Aww. so thank That's you. so kind. You're so kind. That's so lovely because people might not know, but my day job is I'm a rec to X. There you go. Thank you so much, Steve. Send my best to everyone. Pleasure. Bye bye. Thanks.